everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. Today's a special day for two reasons. One, this is my first time podcasting not in my own environment. I am in a hotel in Los Angeles, California. I've never done a destination <laughs> episode. And the other reason this is exciting is because I'm having my third guest on today. I have with me Lindsay Ray, a content creator and my favorite California girl. I wanted to have her on the podcast because I think a lot of you will love what she has to say. And we both recently went through and are going through a lot of similar things. So I thought it'd be fun to have a little girl talk moment. She's killing it on YouTube and Instagram. She also has a podcast, Waves and Rays. So if you don't already follow her on those platforms, you definitely should. I love her vibes. Her content is so comforting to watch. So I think you guys will really like it too. So that being said, let's welcome Lindsay to the On My Mind podcast. Hello, Lindsay. Okay, I have a question for you. I go a little icebreaker. This might be a little deep, but what's on your mind today? Anything stick out? What's on my mind? Mm -hmm. You go, nothing. <laughs> I go, absolutely nothing. nothing. Nothing's going on up there. Currently, what's on my mind is just being excited to be with you. And one thing that we were both talking about last time we were hanging out and today, what's on my mind is like how crazy it feels like I know you. And I feel like we're being reunited, even though we've never met before in person, besides on Wednesday the other day. But I feel like I've known you forever. I'm like, my friend's coming to visit me that I haven't seen in so long. But I'm like, I've never met you. I feel like, I don't know why. Well, I knew this going into it. I was like, I know I'm going to vibe with this girl. I just had a feeling like watching your content and stuff. And when I met you, obviously, like the first five minutes were like, hi. I know. Today was honestly, vibes are so yes. much better. Oh my God, the vibes were so dang good today. But I feel like, I don't know, we hung out for quite a few hours, like the first day that we met. And I just, I feel like we connected really well and conversations were so natural. It felt like I was catching you up on like my life up until this point, just so we could like be on the same page and be like, okay, now you know everything. Let's move forward. Let's begin. Yes. Let's begin the real <laughs> friendship, the real like core part of our friendship yes it's crazy yeah it was very much like first date vibes I even told my mom that I was like I feel like I'm going on a first date right now why was I nervous I know I, I felt like I needed to open your door for you when you got there I was like, <laughs> let me get the door for you Lindsay picked me up and like that's not an LA thing to like go out of your way to like pick someone up I don't know that meant a lot that you picked me I up I would pick you up from the airport if you need me to stop I go don't say that I'm suddenly coming back you t I totally would I'll drive you anywhere like I'm the one here I'll drive you I know where to go I know the streets. <laughs> no, you've been showing me so many good spots. I have, you guys. I'm a foodie and a drinky. Drinky. She's a matcha girly. I'm a matcha girly. And also just like loving food and my plans revolve around food. And I was so excited that you haven't tried any of the places that I went to. So now you have all these nice recommendations for everyone. Added to the list. Tonight we went to, I don't want to say it wrong, Il Pastiano? No. No. Oh my God. I'm so embarrassed. What is it called? Il Pasteo. Okay. <laughs> My Italian ancestors okay, were like, bitch, shut mind. up. <laughs> we had the Justin Bieber pasta, and it was thick-ass rigatoni with pink sauce. It's like, what, vodka sauce, you said? I think so. Yeah, with cheese. <gasps> we shared a we didn't share a Shirley Temple, but we both got Shirley Temples. <laughs> Two straws. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yes. The bread was so good. Anyway, that's kind of the you setting for this. You forgot the part. What? The cheesecake. <gasps> We did indeed Dude, have cheesecake. we went We went off. ham. It was so good. It's my send off. I leave tomorrow and I was like, 
Well, one. Well, she like, doesn't. She doesn't know yet. Can any hear this? She's changing her flight. <laughs> um, I wanted to have Lindsay on and obviously spend more time with you because I was like, just a friendship that I'm like, I just, I have good feelings about it. <laughs> Shut up. I'll I, don't know, I feel like I've been in my friendship era obviously with like things that i've recently gone through which we'll get into i don't know i want to pour more into friendships lately and like say yes to more i'll do a massive annoying life update in the next episode because i want to talk with Lindsay. but a few years ago or maybe even like a year ago i wouldn't have i wasn't so much of a reaching out person but i was like you know what? i'm gonna push myself even if it makes me anxious and it's like imagine if i didn't like we wouldn't be here I know. And I'm like, now I can't imagine not having you in my life. Right? I was the same exact way. I think about a year ago, I made that decision at the beginning of summer to say yes to more things and to get out more. And life has just been totally different since then. You've been a social queen. For the past, honestly, year. If I really wasn't before that. But you have to make that decision of saying yes and getting out there. And Wow. It's great. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. It's really. crazy when you think about it. It's like, what if I didn't? And then yeah. all the connections you yes. would have missed or experiences. So we're in our saying yes era. And I'm so happy for us. And I'm glad that we're both on that together. Because then we wouldn't be here. Yes. Can we talk about the fact that when we first hung out, there were way too many similarities. I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is exactly what my situation is like, blah, blah, blah. All these little random things. I just feel like we've we're we've been aligning, <laughs> which we have no it. idea on. All we knew was that we're both kind of going through one like phase of life yeah. together. But the fact that so many different parts of it are so aligned and so similar, we were like freaking out in the car <laughs> right when you got in. Within the first five minutes, we we're like, "Hey, this is actually kind of weird," <laughs> but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. It was like those moments where your friend tells you something and you like slap your hand over your mouth. You're like, "Shut up!" I go, "That's me too." So we've had a lot of those moments. We've been a little beating around the bush a little bit. Basically, know, our right? shared life experience. <laughs> we're gonna dive right into it. As you guys know, I recently went through literally my first breakup. And so has Lindsay. Lindsay's definitely been opening up a lot about it on the internet, which I really admire. And that's kind of why I wanted to have her on here just to kind of talk about our experiences and I'll let her tell you guys more. But for her, she's been going through it for a little bit longer than I have because mine is still kind of fresh. But you just got out of a very long relationship. Mm-hmm. I go, where do, where do I lead on from this? I guess my first question, you guys, if you want, I go, if you want the details, go watch your YouTube video. But what has been some of your biggest lessons that have come out of this so far? How far are you into this anyway? About five months. Half a year almost. Yes, which yeah. is crazy because I was in a five-year-long relationship. And um, I feel like I've learned a lifetime of lessons in the past five months. But something off the top of my head is I realized how much I needed to feel like an individual because I've never really felt that in the past five years. I was never just one singular person going through life. It's a pair. Yes. And when I started this relationship, I was 17. So I didn't feel freedom in a lot of ways because I was a teenager, obviously, just graduating high school. And then being in a relationship and now I am not in a relationship and 24 years old, I'm feeling freedom like all around and feeling like an individual all around. And that's something that I've, so I've never experienced it. And I'm realizing how much I needed that to truly step into my own, almost like find myself 
in life and who I am. That must have been scary at first. Like when you were, when it initially happened, were you scared about how you were going to navigate or were you, were you more like scared or, ex- well, obviously when you first break up with someone, feelings are on high emotions or pretty down bad. But I guess after those like initial emotions wore off, were you more scared about the next chapter or excited? I was absolutely terrified. Really? Absolutely terrified. I was terrified to even think about next week or month from now. I was terrified to think of any part of life without that person in it. And something that I always say is I couldn't think of that. Um, Since it terrified me, I didn't allow myself to. So I just thought about today and what I'm going to do today. And that really just got me through things because I was so, so scared. I, I really cannot imagine life without the person. It terrified me. I get that. I feel like for me, the one of the hardest parts has been, you know, you have this idea for so long of what your future is going to look like with this person. And then when it ends, you're almost, it's, you get so thrown off because you're like, wait, all these plans are changing. You know, the trajectory of your life is literally going to do a 180 from what you thought it was going to be. And that is hard to navigate but how have you been I guess navigating that change like what has really helped you what are like what are things that have helped you through this breakup the most do you think I think a balance between being with family and friends and being alone so being with friends and family one is a great distraction from all the emotions that you're feeling and these are people that you love and really just want to lift you up and guide you through this new chapter of life especially when you have that great group of friends and your family is very supportive of you and your decisions and stuff they at least my family and friends I could not have done this without them they really really navigate help navigate me through all of this with advice and just listening really just listening but that is amazing but a really big part of it is being alone and leaning into being alone pouring these things into yourself that you're once pouring into another person and into that relationship. Now's the time to do that for yourself. And that's a time where you're really going to self-reflect and learn things because it's great to have, you're going to realize things when you're out with friends and stuff and all of that, but real self-discovery and the tough times and the silent times, that's when you learn a lot of things being alone. So trying to find a balance between both of those things. Do you think that you five months ago would be surprised at this point you're at now because I feel like and you can speak on this but like how you're doing now I feel like you've you've really been pouring into yourself and blossoming and blossoming truly into your own individual lately do you think you five months ago would be surprised or I don't know because I mean I guess when I first went through I was like this is literally gonna hurt forever and it still does obviously but a part of me like I said was really scared of, of imagining life without the person, but another part of me kept reminding myself that I'm going to be okay and I'm going to be better than okay. And I knew that that relationship needed to end. I knew that it needed to happen. I knew that I made the right decision. So I knew that I was going to be okay. I really did see like a light at the end of the tunnel, even though I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. what that was going to be like. You know now that making a decision that's best for yourself and now focusing on yourself what bad is going to come out of that? Nothing bad is going to come out of that. All good. How have you been doing now? Go give us a little I'm thriving. (laughs) She is. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've been doing really good. Honestly, I still have days where it really hits me. And even days this week, I was sad and missing, like, for example, friendship part of that relationship. 
it, it hits me sometimes, but it passes. And that's like with any loss or grief or anything, it just hits just so hard. And then it, it leaves as quick as it came. So I'm doing really well. And a lot of people have told me that I'm doing really well and I'm, I'm happy. So I'm excited to say I'm happy. She's going <laughs> through the ups and downs. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. I don't know why I started singing there, but I uh, feel like I have such high days and obviously there's still such low days, but I don't know. I said this in a recent YouTube video, but I was like, when I'm having like super uplifted moments, feeling super good, I just try to enjoy it instead of being like, oh, when is it going to feel shitty again? Because, you know, obviously in life, there's, you're, it's never going to be all one thing. That's also something that I try to remind myself when I'm feeling super low is like, you never stay there, even though it feels like the end of the world sometimes. And it's, it's such a weird thing. Like you brought up the word grief and that made me think of something. It's literally when a relationship ends, it's almost like you're grieving that it's, it's like they died almost, especially when you go no contact. It's like so weird to have someone in your life every single day for however long you're together and then have that cut out. That was the weirdest and hardest part for me, you know, even on this trip, I've still been having moments where I, where I'm like, I used to like send this person all my photos and they would be excited for me, ask me how my day was. And now I haven't had that, which has been weird, but I don't know. I've been either telling my friends about it or even like calling my parents more to tell them about it, which has been really nice, but it's a weird void that you feel at the beginning it was very very difficult at nights yeah why does nighttime <laughs> do so bad <laughs> it was i was so sad at night every single night it, it i was keeping myself very busy throughout the day and like distracting myself then once nighttime hit and it was about to like it was it was a silence that's what it was it was a silence in the alone time and i think that's what made me realize that i needed to be alone more especially like during the day and stuff and navigate that part of this journey because at first the alone time was just at night and that's when it was hitting me really hard and I was like okay I need to like figure this out and once I started being alone more and planning things alone and having meaningful alone time I have I haven't had a night that's like that now I really enjoy my nighttime I really really do the growth Yes. 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 yes I, girl. I, my nighttime routine is the best. And I'm like, don't talk to me. Like, please, no one talk to me. I am in my zone. I have my red lights on. I have my Netflix on. Do not disturb. Era. Do not disturb. When before I was just like, I need to talk to someone. I, I need to do something like it. I got really, really anxious. That's past. As so many other things, you know, yeah. it's hard and then it, it passes. It really is a balancing act of alone time versus distracting yourself because obviously you know and everyone deals with different issues it doesn't even have to be a breakup differently whether some people will like throw themselves into their work or just distract themselves distract themselves constantly with other people and then some people will do the opposite of that and just only be alone which both ends can be really extreme so I feel like finding a good balance between the two because I feel like distractions are also healthy you don't want to be you know, I, I had days where I was like rotting in my room and that didn't make me feel good. Yeah. So distracting myself was nice. Like seeing someone or going to the gym, distractions can be good. I think distractions are great yeah. because sometimes you, you're you just feeling one emotion or another so much. So when you are out and you let yourself have fun and you let yourself be with your friends and do those things, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, because I know for me, 
sometimes when I'm not ready to open up about something to someone or I'm not feeling like talking to someone about it, I feel like what's really helped me lately is writing everything that I want to say or think down in a journal. I'm not really a journaling person, but especially with a breakup specifically, I've been like, holy shit, there's so many things I like have less to say. And it's not always the best to tell the person that. And so for me, I've been like pouring that into my thoughts journal. But do you feel like what's been your coping way? Like, do you like to talk to someone like a friend or family? What's your vibe when you, or are you more like you want to deal with it yourself when you have a lot of thoughts? I, okay. So I talk to my mom a lot. Like every time I'm going through something, I feel like I need to speak to her and talk it out with her. But that's not like the only thing really. Journaling has helped me so, so much. So my breakup happened in April, like beginning of April. And in June, I have my first entry like in this journal. I was feeling crazy, you guys. I like a couple of days, I just was waking up anxious every single day with so many thoughts just like running through my head and anxious thoughts and I was like I just need to go get a notebook and write everything down that's going on up here because this is I don't don't know what's going on I need to write it down and like think through all of these things and that's what journaling has really helped me do once I I just get all of it out of my brain and it doesn't feel so crowded it's so weird like it just flows onto the page and you can't even imagine how much better you feel after it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like you will but every single time you feel better afterwards so I bought this journal and I wrote for like five pages and it was a pretty big journal too and I read oh gosh MLA format (laughs) yeah I read that back like I had I did the other day I read it back and I was like damn girl you're going through it I was going through it and it's so weird to read that now because that's really what was just running through my mind and it was pure sadness sad girl era for sure and going through it there's just been so many different eras and things that I've gone through and journaling has been the one thing that's like always there and always helps I've used it in a couple different ways of things that I wanted to say to that person that I'm not going I'm not going to say write it down there things that I want to remind myself Yes. So this is something that I always say because it's so easy to think about the good times in the relationship and you don't really want to think about the bad times. And that's when you start to really miss the person. So it's good to write down the not so good times and remind yourself why you made this decision or why this is good for you. And it's not always just bad things. It's sometimes it's things that you are going to look forward to, things that you're going to gain and um, just little reminders that you want to look back on, but also just journaling how you're feeling every single day and like a journal just it's the best thing ever it's the best thing ever you can write whatever you want anything and you're gonna feel great amazing after I love that if you're not a journaling person I was just thinking about this because it's kind of related to what we're doing because for me like podcasts feel very therapeutic but obviously so say you don't like journaling you can like make yourself voice memos dude voice memos hit I do that as well going on walks and just talking just act like you're on the phone and just talk it all out i like that i'm gonna re-listen to this and take your prompt ideas yeah same because i'm gonna (laughs) re-listen i'm I'm re-listening to this but that's a good point that you bring up because i feel like everyone goes through this phase in a breakup where 
you know, all you're feeling is sadness and missing them. And all you can think about is the good times. And that can get scary because you're like, should we get back to you? Like, you know, just being like, why did this happen? Because you don't, your brain like blocks out, not even like horrible times, but you know, just certain bad memories or whatever that you don't necessarily, your brain doesn't want to remember. Because obviously it's going to want to remember the good parts. I always think that because even in the relationship, I think it became kind of habit to forget things that were bad because you're in a relationship and you're like oh like I forgave that person for this this thing or we moved past that thing or no like that's not as bad you're kind of like blinded by it too so it's almost in your nature to not think of those things so you kind of take that on after the relationship as well so you have to remind yourself like it wasn't all good and it you know wasn't all bad you have to remind yourself of you know that okay question so what are some things since your breakup have you experienced that you don't or like people you've met certain experiences that you had have had that you don't think you would have had or met had the breakup not happened anything stand out friendships or certain experiences I don't think I would have gone on my New York trip so that was my first ever like solo trip I went to go meet friends but I flew alone it was first time flying in years big girl stuff it was huge I definitely would have not gone I had been wanting to go for a long time, but I never pulled the trigger until it was after my breakup. And I was like, there's nothing holding, like not something holding me back, but like, there's nothing, there's no reason to say no. And I told you this the other day, like I keep telling myself that I'm like, I don't have a reason to say no, so I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I get that though. Cause when you're in a relationship, it's like, you want to spend your time with that person. Not that they're like, you can't go on a trip, but innately you're just like, you want to be home with or whatever like with them and not do your own thing sometimes so that's awesome that you did that good for you dude you just want to be you know with them whatever they're doing and you're like I I, I don't have to go but I'm like I have no reason to not go so that I honestly pay very close attention to all the people that I'm meeting and people that are coming into my life and I notice a lot of like numbers that I add to my phones and like my phones. <laughs> I notice. Let me say it again. <laughs> I I notice all the new numbers that I add to my phone. Every single person, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have met that person. I wouldn't. So that's something that I honestly like remind myself a lot of the time. People that I wouldn't have met, connections I wouldn't have made, experiences I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have been hanging out with my friends as much, obviously. And now, those friendships, like wow, they feel like family. And pouring into those has been the best thing ever. I've, I feel the closest to my friends like I've ever felt. And those are the relationships that are so, so important to you. And you really need to make rock solid, you know? So I'm very glad that I'm building up those friendships. It's so important. I feel like friendships too, because obviously in a relationship, you love them, but it's almost impossible to have unconditional love for someone in a romantic relationship because it's like if they cheat on you, you you know, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna have unconditional love and, like, forgive them, like, how if, like, say you're a mom and your son, like, does something horrible, you're still gonna love him because that's unconditional, and I feel like that's with your friends, you know, you'll go through ups and downs, but it's more unconditional than in a relationship sometimes, right? Yeah, because, I mean, your friends will do things that are bad, and it's not to you, you know, but you're, like, and I love you. <laughs> yeah, I love you. Yeah, because it's like if your child does something to some other person, you're like, no, but they're great, and I love them. And same thing with friends. I'm like, but you're awesome. I love you. You're it's not a bad person, girl. Though. Yeah, it is different in a relationship. That you, yeah, good to pour into those. I, I feel that lately too. Even just the last little bit since it's happened, 
I feel like I've been finding such a good community lately, which is so exciting because I didn't have that really before. And I didn't really have the, I guess, amb- I don't know if ambition is the right word to use, but I didn't really have desire. the desire. Yeah, Ooh, I didn't girl. have the desire to because I was just happy and comfortable, which is obviously fine. And I'm, you know, none of this episode is us like shitting on relationships because we both Not love love. Not at all. Love, love. Amazing. Go but looking back, it's funny because one of my biggest goals at the beginning of this year was to be more open to things, say yes to more things and be more social. I really wanted to, I don't know, spread my wings a little bit and be more of like a social butterfly. But like I, you know, naturally I feel like I'm not like that, but I still wanted to be open to new friendships because I wasn't before for some reason, whether that was part of it was, you know, just anxiousness surrounding that. And I also just didn't feel the need to, but that has been so fulfilling you know, like, I don't think I even would have said yes to going on this whole trip because the reason I'm in California, I was in North Carolina for a little bit with a friend who asked me. And it's funny because my first thought was to say no and come up with an excuse. Why? Just because I'm naturally like that. And then I was thought about it before I sent that text. And I was like, why wouldn't I say yes? Like, let's go. And then I just decided to come here after thus meeting you. And it's just, it's a crazy domino effect you know, obviously there's going to be some not so fun dominoes that fall (laughs) after a breakup, but I don't know. Something that helps me a lot is just knowing that I still haven't experienced some of the best moments of my life yet. And like, I don't know, even just the past like two weeks, I'm like, I don't think I would have had formed these friendships that I have had that not happened. So it's oh, an Anna, interesting. Don't make me emotional. Oh, oh girl, gosh. I will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be emotional. It's okay. I'll cry. <laughs> I'll but it. yeah, it's it's a big domino effect, and you know some of it's gonna hurt. But I feel like at the end of the day, anyone who's going through something, whether it's like a breakup or whatever, something tough, there's always good days ahead. Which sounds cheesy, but it's like there always is. You have to allow yourself to look on the bright side of things because it's so easy you almost feel like you owe something to the person that you're in a relationship with to be sad and to mourn and to be like really stuck in the sad parts of it instead of being like no these are the good things that are for me when it's like okay I feel bad for the relationship and I feel bad for that person that I'm looking ahead and I'm seeing good things for myself but you have to allow yourself this is your life and your journey now and you are the creator of all of it. So you have to allow yourself to create what what you want. There's a time to mourn and there's a time to grieve this relationship you had, this life that you had, the person that you were, the person that you're with. But there isn't time to look forward and to see all the things that you're going to gain out of it. Yeah, it's all a process to get to that point, too, because obviously, you know, the first few days, few months, few weeks, whatever of a breakup is brutal. So at first it's, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you like just <laughs> are going through it, you know, this is ahead. But I, yeah, you have to feel those emotions. You can't push it to the side. And they're scary to feel like mm-hmm. some of these emotions, no matter what you're going through, when it's a tough time, they're scary to face and it's almost easier to not let yourself feel them. But if you don't feel them, you can't release it. Oh, no. You have to release it. You have to let it flow through you. When it comes, it comes. It comes in a wave. And you, if you keep pushing it down, it's not going anywhere, but just it's just staying there. Like, it, you have to let it 
flow through you and let it go. You just keep pushing it down. They're going to come like even harder. So huge thing. Feel all of your emotions. There are times where I just like get in the car and I just start crying out of nowhere. And I don't even question it sometimes. I'm like, yep, I just needed to go cry. <laughs> I just needed to cry. And you feel good. And I'm like, da, 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 da. that was great. That was fun. You have to allow yourself to go through that mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, I have a fun question. What has being single for the first time been like? The day, I, It's funny because when I was in my relationship, I was we would always talk about, we're so glad we're in a relationship because the dating world right now sucks. <laughs> I would say that all the time. Ooh, I remember having a are. conversation with one of my friends that's in a relationship and we were both like, I would be terrified to be single right now. Like, I'm so glad it's like dating apps. That's scary. And now I'm on a dating app. <laughs> she is. I am. <laughs> and uh, it's How still scary. That <laughs> it's still scary. Is it weird, like, putting yourself back out? Like, teach me because obviously I'm I'm not even thinking about that right now but you're obviously further along in this journey but it's I'm sure it's been weird like welcoming new people into your life and I don't know absolutely and I'm still trying to figure out what I want out of being on dating apps and dating people I I really want to see like what I like because I was in a relationship for so long guys I don't know my type like I don't know what I like I don't know what I I know certain things that I need in a partner and stuff, but I'm like, couldn't tell you my type of guy. Couldn't tell you what I look for in a guy to an extent. You know what I mean? (laughs) To an extent. So it's fun to figure those things out and to go at people and be like, oh, I liked this about this person. I liked that about that person. Because in a way, it's almost like you're single for the first time. No, I am. Yeah. Like, Obviously, you're you were single. I was like, single before, right? But, but it's different because you were a child, like not a child. But you were like young. <laughs> you were seventeen when you got into a relationship. So this is your first time as an adult being single. My ex was the first person that ever took me on a date. So <laughs> I had never been on another first date after that. So it is odd. I I but I was excited. I was I was excited for someone to like take me out and I wasn't really thinking too hard into it you really can't when you're dating too and that's what I've learned with friends and friends are great to get advice from and be like guys what the heck am I doing and it's also fun to have single friends that they're navigating you through it and you're helping each other out like us now <laughs> no literally us I'm like I I'm will like, be texting you I'm like going through my wing I should let's make a hinge rope <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> eventually I'll get her <laughs> oh god it is terrifying, but it's fun. And I didn't even know when I was ready. I kind of knew I was ready when I was excited to meet new people and stuff. But you really just have to like get out there and experience it to know if you're ready or not. Like, do you cry during your first date? Do you cry after? Do, do you, you think- trauma dump? <laughs> you know, right? Do you think about the other person when you're like on the date? You can't really know that until you actually, like, get out there and just, like, try it out, you know? Yeah, it's terrifying. And and I, I wish I had more advice, but I'm just figuring it out as I go along. It. I really am. What era do you feel like you're in right now? What are a few different – that's, like, my favorite trend is, like, I'm in my blank era. I love that trend. So what are some eras you're, you feel like you're in right now? I really do think I'm in my villain era. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Would you care to elaborate or no? <laughs> Not on the pod. <laughs> I will in ways of, okay, I will elaborate in ways of, I'm like, I'm just being like, damn, I'm really the shit. Huh? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're like in the era where you're feeling yourself. I mean, I feel like I'm just moving without a care in the world. Because she's free. Because I'm free and I'm just like, 
Everything. I'll go here. I'll go there. I'll do what I want. I'll move yeah, how I want. Era. Yeah. But I feel like in a villain era, it's like you're really doing things for you. You're like F everyone else. I mean, to an extent. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm doing everything for me. No cares. I'm in my go with the flow era. I'm really with the flow. And I've been doing that for a minute. Yeah, no. Yeah, Are no. you usually a planner? Like, do you like to know? Yeah. But I think that this is in my nature. I really do. Does it feel good to go with the flow rather than oh have my things gosh, like planned? Oh my gosh, yes. I bet you feel more like free. Because that's kind of how I've been feeling too. Because I used to be like, I kind of want to know what's like happening to a certain extent. But now I'm just like, someone asked me on a trip. I'll drop. Okay, let's go. You know what's funny is that I actually got my aura read, which I never did before. I had gotten that done before. And he told me to he basically told me to go with the flow and he was like when you feel like you need to have a grasp on everything and move things that way that's that is not in your nature like your nature is to flow and be just be (laughs) be as you go along and ever since then I was I've just been leaning into that and stepping into that and the more and more I do it the more and more I feel like myself really interesting there's definitely like a beauty to letting go of things especially things you like can't control and I don't know even letting go of what you think like the future is gonna look like specifically what was the thing I told you what was the thing I told you the other day oh oh wait I go I'm getting pop quizzed right now um don't know don't need to know (gasps) yes guys shout out Natalie yes my friend told me this her name's Nat, ne- Nat, sorry, can I say that? Yes. <laughs> Her name's Natsni Eats, and she told me the other day, don't know, don't need to know, don't know, don't need to know, don't know, don't need to know. Just keep reminding yourself that I don't know, and I don't need to know, and that has given me so much peace. I have a cute little question. What are your favorite ways to show yourself love? Buy myself a matcha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm love cured. to have a me day. And I feel like a me day is to really do things that make me feel good. All of that in one day. So things that make me feel good is like waking up early, getting movement in, whether that's going to the gym or going on a walk, getting myself ready. I love to like doll myself up and look cute, you know, and then going to a coffee shop. How much that hits. Yes. Honestly, just pouring things into myself. And I reiterate that like so much. So I do that by doing things that I like and doing things that make me feel good and uh, going to a coffee shop, getting my matcha that I love, that always makes me feel good, doing some work. So that's also like pouring into myself is being productive, you know. And now you have all the time in the world to do that. That's something that surprised me how much more time I have, you know, that's been crazy. Yes. And what you can do with that time and those possibilities. It is crazy. And for, for a while, it, you realize that when you let yourself think of like a positive part of it, because innately, I think you want to think of the negative part of being sad and being like, wow, the days are moving so slow without this person. And I have so much time without him and I'm using that time to like be sad about it and everything but yeah there is so much time that to like do other things and do things for you looking back I guess do you feel like you neglected 
alone time or you time during your relationship at all or did you kind of have that like independence still no I don't think I neglected it and I think that really helped me through my breakup because you're already used to it I was I was and it's kind of sad to say that wasn't it was a choice in a sense but because I kind of had to because the person that I was with we weren't doing a lot of things and we weren't going on a lot of dates and hanging out together a lot because he was working a lot so I kind of had to be alone a lot of the time and find those things that I like to do with myself also the fact that my work is solo a lot of the time so I had to be alone a lot of the time but I really had to make the intention before my breakup kind of way before of figuring out what I like to do alone and I feel like I did that quite a while ago like a few years ago I think I really kind of went on this self-love journey but I think I did that because I wasn't hanging out with like but I think I did that because my significant other and I weren't doing a lot of things that's kind of crazy how that's turned into a positive almost though because now the transition of now you have so much alone time because that can be really jarring when you're used to being with someone all the time so it's kind of crazy how that worked out I know and I and I thought like I kept reminding myself of that and I felt like that was one of the things that I really had to talk about when I announced my breakup and like talk about those things is saying um is telling people ways that you can wait hmm is giving examples of things that you can do alone because I had so much experience with that. So what are your favorite things to do alone? Um, literally what I told you, like that whole day oh, that yeah. I had. <laughs> like that's what I, that's like my, during the week, that's my daily routine is basically what I do every day. And I do that, I do that solo and I love it. So I kind of had this routine already that I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do that more. And I didn't really have to think of a lot of extra things because I was already doing that also I lived with my significant other for a while and I moved back home before the relationship ended which gave us even more space apart from each other so I was already home kind of making that routine of being alone when I feel like if we were living together and then we broke up and I just went back home and everything was so black and white that would have really freaked me out because I wouldn't have had that routine. But I already kind of started to make it for myself. I felt like I was nesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like preparing myself a little bit. So to anyone who maybe is going through a breakup and say they have to move back home now, what was what really helped you, even though you guys weren't breaking up when you moved back home, but what helped you the most through that transition of living with someone and then going back home? I think allowing myself to be confused <laughs> and allow myself to be like, I don't know what's going on. I had a lot of days where I had to let myself just not do anything and sleep in and have no routine, you know? And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, now I'm going to get, now, now it's time. Now it's time. And I, and through kind of like not really doing anything and I was figuring out certain things that I would like to do, actually, I started to piece together this routine and I was like, okay, I gave myself that time to like be sad and be confused. 
I knew that I was kind of in this in-between part of life. And once you recognize that and you lean into that and you're not putting yourself down for it because that can be very detrimental to yourself and especially your mental health, you can't be mean to yourself through those things and through this process. That's so, it's going to be nice to you. It's going to be yourself. Like you're with yourself 24 seven for the rest of your life. Like be nice to you and guide yourself through this. Cause you just want to make yourself feel good. Like no one wants to be sad. I mean, you know, you don't want to be sad. So help yourself. And I had to help myself. <laughs> you know what I you mean? are popping off with these answers. You guys, I don't think you understand. I'm literally leaning back in this chair and I'm nodding. I'm like, this is hitting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I had to let myself like be in that in between. And I, and I still am, I still am letting myself. And then there's times where I'm like, okay, go like, let's get it together. And then I started to piece together that routine for myself. And you know, when you're ready, like you can't force that. You can't force like, okay, now I'm home. Like I'm going to find this whole thing. Like with like that's different and without him. And I, I need it to like fit together. But you can't force those things. Yeah, that takes you know? time. It really, really it's does. It's a whole life readjustment because a change like that is very jarring. Like, what do I do with myself? Okay, what are your current goals you have for yourself looking forward? Like, what are, yeah. Overall? You go, find a man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I joke about that all the time, though. I'm like. When am I going to find a husband? <laughs> it's like, I do not want a boyfriend. Like, no. it's the farthest thing from what I want. But I, I, I do joke about that a lot. I'm like, when am I going to find a husband and have some kids? <laughs> We're in our single girl era. Yeah, we are. Going back to that question. Heavy, anyway. heavy, <laughs> heavy in the single girl era. You know, what's funny is that since I wasn't really letting myself look far in the future, like I wasn't really making a lot of goals for myself. I was just really letting myself go with, goals for the next 24 hours I love you know that. what I mean yeah. and I think that right now I'm just barely really letting myself think far in the future and plan those things so honestly it's very much like to be determined I'm figuring those things out like as I go along and as I'm going with the flow of things what I want and I'm still figuring that out I'm still figuring out those goals that I have for myself but I want to I want to have I want to have an answer no but I feel like that is an answer you think so because now that I asked you that I'm like wait do I literally have any goals for myself because I'm still in the stage where I'm like I'm still kind of just going through it yeah and I'm like I don't I don't even know what I'm doing next week you know yeah. it's like I I've talked about this on the podcast before but I'm I really have been trying not to be a future-based person mm-hmm. like I can't answer the question where do you see yourself in five years I don't know where I see myself in five months I don't know where I see myself don't ask me that. So I, <laughs> oh my I think that is an answer. Like, it's okay if you're just taking it day by day. Literally day, day by, by day. day. I went on a date actually last week. And one of the questions the guy asked me was, where do you see yourself in five years? Canceled. I was like, <laughs> Absolutely I was, not. I was traumatized. I was like, what did I say? God, I think I blacked black out. out. Yeah, I think <laughs> I blacked out. I feel that. I don't know. I think I made something up. I think it was like, I want to own my own business and I want to like, um, own a company and blah, blah, blah. like, I was just like, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I am a money maker. <laughs> I'm, I'm smart and I own a business. So I think that's what I answered for him, but I don't know. Like 
don't ask me that. the audacity to ask that like sir he also asked me so what's like your intention with dating <gasps> oh that was not a good question to i'm ask like Ms. did Lindsay. you look up questions like what do you ask on a first date because <laughs> if that was on the list then cancel that website <laughs> that should not be allowed what did you tell him <laughs> i told him okay you want to know my answer to that do you want to share it yeah, I mean, I basically told you to kind of figure out what I like, but also I'm kind of like, I literally told him going with the flow, and if something happens, then it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I'm just going with it, meeting new people, learning more about myself, while also meeting other people. And that's what my friends had a lot of uh, advice to say going into dating. It's like, what am I going to learn about myself with this person? I've learned so much about myself with each person no going into that with that intention. I've learned a lot about myself and what I like and what I don't like. That's beautiful. Yes. I've learned that I'm very honest. And I kind of told you this. You told me this. You're like, I would tell this man straight up. Yeah. I, I would rather say things again to an extent of saying things. But if I'm going to start acting different and moving to different in some type of way, I'd rather like say things of how I feel and give the other person space to kind of like explain or explain themselves, open a conversation, um, then not say anything and feel some type of way and start acting different. I've learned that I, I like to be honest. <laughs> That's a good thing to learn. <laughs> that is. I'm like, were you a liar before? No, I'm just kidding. I guess more of, of not saying not saying things mm-hmm. kind of keeping things to myself and then feeling some type of way when it's like no i have feelings i'm gonna say them <laughs> kind of <laughs> have you been feeling like more in tune with yourself and like powerful lately oh because my you, god we yeah. talked about this but you said you've been feeling like you've been stepping into your like femininity <laughs> yeah my my divine feminine yeah i think i've definitely just been stepping into my own i feel so in tune with myself it's crazy. I feel like I just, I got me. And that's something that just, I, I want everyone to experience. I, I feel like I have found me again. I found my light again. I feel reignited. I really, really do. I feel re-inspired. I feel creative. I feel motivated to do things every day. So how you said my goals, I, for example, I guess one of them is kind of like, a daily goal oh I want to walk more you know yeah daily goals are I feel like that's not as common as what are your year goals or yeah Yeah, even when you asked me that it kind of scared me a little bit like I was like god goals no I scared myself asking myself that because when you were answering I I was like wait what are mine exactly so um yeah I want to walk more recently I've been kind of driving to different places and parking my car and just walking like just getting out putting my headphones on and walking without a care and listening to a podcast or something and getting my steps in getting movement in in different ways so like that's one of my goals I love the idea of a daily goal that's so much more bite-sized for your brain to process rather than having like a list of 50 things that you know you want to achieve over the next year I mean, it's like overwhelm. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Pay attention to how that makes you feel too. Once you have that goal for the day and you accomplished it, does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel whatever? If it made you feel good, do it again tomorrow. Do it again the next day. And that's how habits are formed. I literally feel like I could sit here and talk with you forever. Like, oh my gosh. And I'm so excited for all the On My Mind listeners to hear this and 
I don't know. I appreciate you opening up. I mean, even on your own channels, I feel like I respect that a lot, how you've been handling it and talking about it and just seeing your journey with it has been really inspiring. So do you want to give everyone your social handles yeah, so they can for follow? Sure. Come on over here. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much uh, everything is underscore Lindsay Ray, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-R-A-E. That sounded like podcast. some ASMR right there. It was. My podcast is Waves and Rays with Lindsay Ray. It hits. I've been doing video versions on my YouTube, which has been really fun. So incorporating that to my YouTube channel as well. We have similar vibes. Similar I think, vibes, so. different fonts. D- different fonts. Yeah. Good for Wait, us. Wait, same font. Wait. No, <laughs> I don't know. Whatever the um, saying is. Same thing, different font. Right? Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I don't know couldn't tell you i don't know whatever <laughs> anyway what the trends but thank you yeah. for being here for showing me all the la spots mm, yes oh uh, so, it was such a pleasure having you on darling <laughs> oh i love you so much darling let's do this again let's do this again have me on anytime okay <laughs> you're like i'll take that of that Say offer less. and next time i'm gonna come to hawaii <laughs> I've never Please. been i've never been you guys that is always astonishing to me i'm like what do you mean come over here you never been before. I'll go convince her, please. I mean, I don't. I'm think already convinced. Convince. Yeah. I'm like, Ayla, tell me when to go. Okay. <laughs> like, tell me when you can have me. Coming mm-hmm. soon, y'all. Mm-hmm. Can I fly back with you tomorrow? <laughs> Aren't? Stop didn't it. you say you're in your saying yes era? I'm like, come on. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> the look I just gave her. I'm like, tempt me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> TBD coming soon. But thank you all so much for listening to this episode. That was everything on, on my, my mind. mind. <laughs>